trust in you, that we can lean to you, O oh God, for you know the things we have need of before we ask of thee, Lord. Though I truly appreciate you, Jesus, this day. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. While you're standing, John chapter 4. John chapter 4. It's good to have everyone in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Verse 43 through verse 54 this morning. John chapter 4. Verse 43 through verse 54. Four, verse 43 through verse 54. Now after two days he departed thence and went into Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet have no honor in his own country. Then when he was coming to Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did at Jerusalem. At the feast, for they also went unto the feast. So Jesus came again into Canaan of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour and to which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth and himself believed in his whole house. This is the second, again, the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. And I want to talk to you from this thought today, the hour I first believed. The hour I first believed. Father, we praise you again. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, O oh God. I thank you today for your people, Lord, that's under the sound of my voice. Let none of us leave the way that we came, but God, let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we will give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. The hour I first believed. Throughout Scripture, we continue to hear the word called faith mentioned over and over again. Some folks say, what is it? Others say, why am I weak in it? 
Jesus asked his disciples, how is it they don't have any of it? The disciples prayed, Lord, increase our faith. The writer of Hebrews said that faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. And without it, it is impossible to please God. The Apostle Paul tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Peter tells us that our faith grows by adding to it virtue and knowledge and temperance and patience and godliness and brotherly kindness. Paul again tells us that faith stands in the demonstration and the power of Almighty God. In other words, your faith will only be as strong as you can believe in God's ability to do what God says He will do. The reason Paul's faith seems to be so strong is he believed that there was nothing impossible for God, that everything that God says, it would come to pass. Paul began to tell us... I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. So we must learn how to walk by faith and not by sight and to learn to trust God and to take God as His Word no matter what. Uh, according to this faith that Paul talks about, it is the persuasion. The Bible tells us that they were fully persuaded that whatsoever God said, He was able to perform. Amen. It's the more conviction of our religious truth, or the truthfulness of God in our religion. Amen. We must Learn how to rely upon God. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge Him and He will direct our paths. Everything that is written in the Word of God is designed to teach us to get to a point that God will do just what God says in His time, on His timeline, and we can take it to the bank. Uh, amen. As we've already heard, uh, God says he will do something. He's going to have to do it because God cannot lie. He's a God of truth. He's a God of faith. Uh, amen. We need to realize that faith is needed for us to please God. Someone said that it's now faith, but really now faith is that the scripture is just explaining to us what faith really is. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11, our faith is the substance uh, of things hoped for is the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders attain a good report. Through faith we understand that the walls was framed by the word of God, so that the things which were seen was not made by the thing which does appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than came by which he retained testimony he was righteous. God testified of his gifts, and by them he be dead, yet speak. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death because God translated him. But before his translation, he had this testimony. He pleased God. So we have to learn how to walk by faith. The patriots of old. Amen. It's our belief and our trust and the things that was written, the Bible tells us was written for our learning that we through faith and patience of the scripture might have hope. Amen. God cannot lie. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he's done it once, he'll do it again. Just trust and obey. Believe him and say, I believe. I believe God. The children of Israel had a problem with getting 
into the promised land because of a life of faith and unbelief that prevented them from entering the promised land. And so the writer admonishes you and I in the book of Hebrews, amen, not to allow the same heart or mind of unbelief to enter into us that we missed the promised land. We are told to take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you in heart of unbelief in the pardon from the living God. Will you always be the same? we got to learn how to trust God and to believe in God and to say, yes, Lord, I'll do what you said. Yes, Lord, I believe your word is true. Yes, Lord, I believe your word is ever established in the heavens above and the earth beneath. As the Lord said through Isaiah, as the rain comes down and it is snow and water the earth and return not thither but make it at the bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be which goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall accomplish that whereunto I send it and that which I please it. And you shall go out with joy and be led forth in peace. And the mountains and the hills will break forth in the singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Amen. You can take God as his word. He will accomplish what he sends his word to do. James tell us not to just be hearers of God's word, but we need to be a doer of God's word. It is his desire, amen, to accomplish the things in us. We cannot be double-minded in our walk with God. We cannot be unstable in our walk with God. If we say that we are unstable, James says, uh, then we cannot expect to get anything from God. If we're double-minded, we cannot expect to get anything from God. We must believe Him. Amen. We don't want to make sure, we want want to make sure we stay focused on what God is saying to us. An unstable man, James says, is unstable, double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And his ways are his ways. Is he unstable in his own way? Or is he unstable in God's way? Mm, chew on that for a while. Hey Amen. If I'm unstable here, I'm probably going to be unstable there. See? But we want to be solid. We're built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone and whom all the building fit the frame lay together and grow up into a holy temple and the Lord. Amen. This foundation is solid. There is no wishy-washy in the foundation of Jesus Christ. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if we're built on that foundation, then we have to trust Him. We have to remain solid and steadfast and immovable in Him. We've got to get to that point where we truly believe what God says is true. Amen. When Jesus put the disciples in the boat and sent them to the other side in the middle of the sea, in the storms of life, when the water began to come into the ship and the disciples began to fear and they wake up Jesus and they says, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And Jesus said unto them, How is it you have no faith? Amen. He calms the storms. He calms the seas. I don't know what you're going through in your life, but I've come to tell you, I know 
know a God that will calm the storms. I know the God that will calm the storms and the waves and the winds uh, and say, peace, uh, be still. Amen. You can trust him. When Mary says, they're without wine, uh, and Jesus says, what is that to me? Uh, she said to his servants, whatever he say to you to do, you just do it. Uh, don't question him. You just do it. Uh, whatever God says to us to do, don't question God. Just do it. Uh, and let him worry about the results uh, and the end state, for he will come through. Jesus says there was an unjust judge, uh, and a woman came to him and says, Lord, revenge me of my adversaries. Uh, he says that he didn't do it for a while, but because of her consistency, finally he forgave, amen, with her of her adversaries. Uh, and Jesus says when he comes, will he find the same kind of faith on earth? Are you going to still be faithful? Are you going to still be standing strong? Amen. Are you going to still be holding on? As the Lord told Moses, he said, you go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Amen. And Moses says, who am I that I should tell Pharaoh to let your people go? God said, you just go tell him. He's going to let him go. Amen. Because his word will not return void. Amen. You just tell him, amen, what God says. is It's going to come to pass. Amen. In his time, he will make all things beautiful in his time. We just need to learn how to trust God and to wait on God. The hour we first believe uh, will be the time that the difference uh, began to take place uh, in our lives. Because without faith, we can't please God. Uh, Amen. He's not going to operate as long as you don't believe. Uh, You're going to have to get to the point uh, that I truly trust God. And what you say you will do, you will come to pass in your time. When John 10, 11, uh, Amen, when Jesus was told that last was sick. Uh, Jesus carried four days uh, in the place where he was. Uh, and then he says, Lazarus is dead. But I'm going to raise him. And I'm glad that you were not there to the intent you might believe. Uh, and when Jesus showed up, Martha said, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. Uh, Jesus says, your brother is going to rise again. Uh, Martha says, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection in the last day. Jesus says, I am the resurrection. He that believeth on me, though he was dead, yet shall he live. Can you believe that? Praise God. He says to them, rolled away the stone. Martha says, sir, his sister says, he's dead. He's been stinking for about four days. Jesus says, did not I say to you, you shall see the salvation of God, if you can believe. Amen. You want to see the glory of the Lord. You want to see His miraculous works in operation. Get the stone out of the way. Get the doubt of unbelief out of the way. If you really want to see God work at that hour, you can roll the stone away. It's that very hour that you take doubt out of your life. You're going to see God start to work in that God is going to start doing miraculous things in your life. Don't you lean to your own understanding. Just 
distrust him. Doubt will prevent you from getting what God wants. As Jesus was passing through the city, blind Bonamares was sitting by the wayside. And when they said Jesus is passing by, from that very hour he began to cry out, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And they tried to get him to hold his peace. But he cried the louder, Jesus, thy son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and says, command him to be brought to me. And he came to Jesus. And Jesus says, what will you have me to do? He says, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Jesus says, be it done unto you according to your faith. And immediately he received his sight. And he followed Jesus in the way. The hour he first believed. As soon as he heard the name, like the woman with the issue of blood. She says, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. The hour she believed, something kicked in. Something got into her heart. Something got into her mind. Because when Jesus came into the town, she pressed her way through the crowd. She touched the hem of his garment. And immediately her blood condition stopped. And Jesus says, who touched me? And the crowd says, the apostle says, Lord, everyone is touching you. Jesus says, ah, somebody touched me, for I felt virtue go out of my body. And he turned around and he saw her. And she came trembling and told him everything that had happened. And Jesus says, daughter, be of good cheer. Thy faith has made thee whole. The hour she first believed made a difference in her life. Amen. The eunuch was in the desert. He was reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. The spirit drove Philip to him. And Philip said to him, Understandest thou what thou readest? He says, How can I except some man shall show me? And the place he read was this. He is led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep dumb before his shears. So open he not his mouth. And his humiliation and judgment, his kingdom is taken from him. And the eunuch says, who is he talking about? Is he talking about himself or is he talking about someone else? And Philip opened his mouth and he preached unto him Jesus. And as they came on the way, the eunuch says, here's water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip says, thou mayest if thou believest. He says, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And they stopped the chariot and they went down into the water and he baptized him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of his sin. The hour he first believed made a difference in his understanding of who Jesus Christ is. The hour you and I believe can make a difference in everything that has gone wrong in our lives. If we will just believe and get doubt out of the way. Praise God. It can make a difference. The hour I first believe. I can remember my life. <laughs> Man, came to Wisconsin. Little church. Guy had a bunch of keys on the side. He was dancing around, speaking in tongues. I said, Man, these guys lost their marbles in here. 
So, man, they are off their rock. Amen. But as I stood there, all of a sudden I just felt like maybe I should lift my hands. See what happens. Man, I was about to be discreet, you know. Got about right here. All of a sudden my fingers started going like that. Whoa, man, what's going on here? <laughs> and all of a sudden I says, man, that was weird. You know, what in the world's happening here? So brought it up a little bit further, man. It was something like something. Grabbed a hold of it and went like that. Started doing like that and I couldn't stop it. Amen. And I tried to pull it down. I couldn't stop it. It just kept going, going. Then this one came up and it kept going like this. And next thing I got, just all over the place. The hour I first believed. God start working. Because I says, let me see what had happened. The hour I first believed, God start making a difference. And the more I kept going to church, the more I kept worshiping, the more I kept praying, the more I kept getting into the Word of God. And then finally one day I was on temporary duty and I just was wrestling, kind of like Jacob with the Lord. And God began to reveal to me, you need to be baptized in my name. You need to go down in the water in my name. You need to have my spirit in your life. Uh, and God began to reveal to me who he was. Uh, and I trace it back to the hour I first believed. Uh, amen. Everything started rolling into place. Uh, and the day that I went down in that water, when I told my pastor, I need to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins. Uh, and when they baptized me that Sunday, and I went down in that water, and when I came up, uh, it was like something just put me dead in the center of my face, uh, and I couldn't stop from speaking in other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God gave the utterance, uh, and the pastor began to get a message in tongues uh, and interpretation, and God says, I will use you, uh, and you will bring many people to me. It all started uh, the hour I first believed, uh, and I come to tell you today, the hour you first believed uh, it's going to make a difference uh, in your life. Uh, you don't get, uh, amen, wait to get perfect to get baptized. Uh, you get baptized to get perfect. Uh, you don't wait to get the Holy Ghost to get perfect. Uh, you get the Holy Ghost to help you get perfect. This is what God desires of you and I. The hour we believe. The nobleman says, sir, come down, my child is, is about to die. And Jesus says, you're not going to believe except you see signs and wonders. But then he says, go your way. Your son, live it. And the guy left. He believed what Jesus said. Notice, he believed. And as he started on his way, his servants met him. And they said, your son's okay, man. And he says, when did it happen? This is yesterday, about one o'clock. And the man knew. It was the same hour that he believed what Jesus said. 
Amen. Praise God. The hour you and I first believe, uh, it'll make a difference uh, in our lives, in our walk uh, with Almighty God. Amen. That's why John tells us uh, that the things are written, uh, was written for our learning. Amen. He said, these things are written uh, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ uh, and that believing you might have uh, eternal life. Uh, God knows what you have need of before you ever asked of him. He knows every circumstance. He knows every situation. The hour you will believe, amen, it will make a total difference in what you receive of him. He's not on our timeline, but I come to tell you today, I know a God who with his angels watches over us. I know a God who with his angels will put our enemies beneath our feet. I know a God who's with me when I'm sick and when I'm feeling well, I've got a God, and He never fails. His name is Jesus. If you would just believe today, you can receive all things as possible, Jesus says, to Him that can believe it. Trust in the Lord. Don't leave me your own understanding. Wait upon the Lord, and He shall renew your strength. For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You've got to learn how to trust. The hour I first believed. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. You here this morning. Amen. What do you have need of? What do you have need of this morning? Amen. That hour that you believe will make a difference. Amen. Whatever you need, God's got it. And he's waiting to give it to you. Amen. Whatever you have need of, the hour you can believe. If you got a backslidden kid, if you believe it, God will hear you. Whatever, if you got a sickness in your body, whatever, God will hear you. The hour you believe. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, the hour you believe, amen, will make a difference. If you've never received the Holy Ghost, the hour that you believe, amen, whatever you want out of God. If you can just believe, you can receive. Amen. Praise God. All things are possible. Amen. That's why the faith chapter is so essential and crucial to our walk. They were fully persuaded that what God says He would do. Are you fully persuaded what God's Word says He will do in your life the hour you believe? will make a difference. I want to open these altars today. Amen. If you would come, amen. The hour you believe, the hour you step out on your faith, amen. God will meet you right where you are. Amen. Let him have his way in your life this morning. Amen. Let God operate in your life. Amen. Don't lean to your own understanding. Amen. You say, well, pastor, I've been praying about this situation. I believe God. God, I trust God will step out. Keep showing him. Keep reproving him. Hallelujah. He'll come through for you. He's an old time.